Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, welcome everyone back to NCCB State Convention and our banquet. Uh, I'm Becky Davidson, and I'm going to turn the program over to Joe Tolliver. Thank you. It's been a pleasure working with everybody this weekend, and it was a pleasure to hear our afternoon speakers all super, and I'd like them all to come back next year when we meet in person. Again, I would like to thank Rick Morin and company and our, our hosts, Desi Noller and Salee. I don't know your last name. Sorry. Never. Ah, okay. Anyway, we'll just call you Cecily for now. Okay? <laughs> Unless you do something, get yourself in trouble. Thanks, all of you who are streaming on ACB Media 9. This should be a fun time for all of us. We have door prizes because the diva, I'm sure, is here. Of course. And we also have our banquet speaker, Clark Rockville. And he's done this so many times that he gets here about three minutes before time. And how about a door prize to kick things off in the evening here? All right. Let's see what we have left. We are, we're going to do a sweetened single-serve cold brew box from Starbucks, again, donated by the Raleigh Wake chapter. That's going to Artis Basin. Artis. Cool. You still have me to do a second one? Sure. That'd be great. Two doors. All right. Our second one is going to be one pound bag of coffee from Starbucks. Not sure how we ended up with a lot of coffee left, but it just kind of fell that way. Michelle Bush will be getting a one pound bag of coffee, Starbucks coffee from the Raleigh Wake chapter. My goodness. Thank you so much. And congratulations to all the winners of the door prizes thus far. Hope we saved a few for later on. Yep. And I would like to welcome three people. We have scholarship winners and each of them will be awarded a $1,000 scholarship sent to either you as an individual or your school. And they will be sent in two parts, $500 at the beginning of each semester. So congratulations. You are all very deserving And I regret that Kate is not here, but Larry Woodard is here. And I would love for him to say a few words about himself and his background. So I don't have to do all the talk. Yes. First, uh, good evening to everyone. And um, I first like to say that I'm I'm very thrilled and honored to be a recipient uh, of the fall 2021 scholarship from the uh, North Carolina Council of the Blind. And uh, I also like to extend my gratitude for this generous contribution to my educational goals. I uh, also like to thank the uh, scholarship committee as well. Uh, I like to say that first uh, first and foremost to, to everyone. Just to tell you just a little bit about myself, I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. I am a 
current graduate uh, student at uh, North Carolina Central University. It's my third year in graduate school. I'm studying clinical psychology. And at this particular moment, um, I am doing my practicum or internship at Governor Moorhead School for the Blind uh, Career and Transition Center. And um, currently working on my thesis as well, looking at the psychosocial aspect of those that are visually impaired and blind and studying for my comprehensive exam, which I scheduled to take next month. And I'd be so happy that I complete those, hopefully. Just in terms of my goals, a uh, short-term goal is, is really to complete my graduate degree and then to move on into a doctoral program. And the reason being is because ever since I lost my vision eight years ago, I felt like this was the thing I wanted to do was to be able to not only give back, but to help others in terms of adjusting to the psychosocial aspect, which I find is sometimes sort of lacking in various venues in terms of uh, when you're seeking help or you have a moment when uh, everything is completely different and you're learning how to do things all over again, still there, that psychosocial piece that you have to adjust to because it's a whole new world for you. And I like to be able to help those uh, that are visually impaired and blind transition better into their new world. That's just a little bit about myself. And um, again, I like to thank each and everyone that was involved in awarding me this scholarship. Thank you again. Great, and good luck to you in your studies. And let us know when you're just about ready to take those comprehensive exams so we can send some good vibes and good thoughts your way, Larry. Sure will, sure will. Awesome, and again, congratulations. Your check's not quite in the mail yet, but it will be. Okay. So, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks to the scholarship committee for all their hard work in picking from the thousands of people that applied. I'd like to introduce to you Sandy Owens. She is also a scholarship recipient. We're proud of you, Sandy, and we would love to hear your own story about how you came to this point needing a scholarship, and what your course of study is. Thank you. Hello, my beautiful people. My name is Sandy Owens. Um, I am so honored to accept this scholarship. I've been a teacher. I was a math teacher for 10 years now. Um, I even went overseas to teach abroad. I went to Kuwait two years, well, about three years ago beautiful experience. Um, I first became visually impaired at age 17, and it was a random event that occurred. I had retinal detachment, and then I lost vision in my right eye. So I kind of went through, I went through college with that, being visually impaired, not knowing what I'm doing with my life. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is happening. What now? So from that point, I said, okay, I always loved math and science. I tried to be a scientist, but I had to kind of open my eyes. It was a little harder than I anticipated. So I went with my backup math. So um, I graduated with a bachelor's of science and mathematics and then became a teacher. And I've been a teacher, as I said before, for 10 years now. A few years ago, I jumped up and said, I want to do something different. And I went to Kuwait. 
I went to Kuwait as a visually impaired teacher of mathematics. It was a great experience. I experienced that, did that, um, came back, and my vision has progressively gotten worse. So now I'm legally blind. But that didn't stop me. I'm still pushing forward. So I decided, what can I still do to keep me in a classroom and to still help students learn mathematics, which is my passion? So I decided to go into the TSBI program, teaching the blind and visually impaired program at North Carolina Central University. So that's what I'm currently enrolled in. Um, I started this past summer. And so this is my official first fall semester. It's a great program. I'm excited because my ultimate goal is to go back into the teaching field and not only teach math, but teach the visually impaired and blind community mathematical concepts that will make sense to them. And what's better than someone that's already going through that situation? So the most effective teacher is someone that understands what a student is going through or has relatable experiences. And that is my ultimate goal. So that's why I'm in this program. And like I said, I truly, truly appreciate the scholarship because we are all meant for greatness. It's up to you to push forward to attain that greatness. Thank you so much once again. Sandy, oh. that's awesome. That's Thank awesome. you, Sandy. Someone like you in my life. Oh my gosh! I was yeah, geometry. I might not have almost flunked it. So, <laughs> well, I almost flunked uh, algebra, but I did. Yeah, pass that, I had to take algebra one twice and then took algebra two. But and I was in a public great. school, and I, I honestly yeah. believe that what you're aiming for is something that mm -hmm. most people don't realize is actually necessary, but it actually is because I think right. for a lot of us who are blind or visually impaired, understanding some of those concepts is just not the natural thing. It doesn't come natural if you're not used to it. And because I had to go through college as a visually impaired, meaning I only had vision in my left eye, I had to learn and adapt to different ways to understand the mathematical problems because I couldn't see what was being written on the board. So I would make up my own symbols and then research them later and then that's how I learned what this symbol meant or what this symbol represented. And that's how I made it through college. And so I keep that in thought as a teacher, even when I was teaching regular ed as a visually impaired teacher, I keep that in mind. But like I said, none of this is stopping me, even though I'm losing my, my eyesight progressively day by day. I'm going to push forward because I know this is a strong need. Because math is <laughs> math is more important than I think most people put, you know, thought into. And so I'm like, maybe this this is my calling and this is what I'm here for. So like I said, thank you so much. And if I'm if any help in any aspect, it doesn't have to be related to math, please let me know. Please let me know. Okay. I apologize. I'm sorry, I had to throw that little <laughs> extra in there. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. We appreciate that. Wish you all the best in your Thank continuing you. studies. And I'm just fascinated that you went to Kuwait. Did you I, speak English there? Yes, I actually worked at a um, all girls private school. English was the prerequisite. So that was interesting. Even though they spoke Arabic, like in their own downtime, English, they had to speak English throughout the whole class time. So it was a great experience. 
Would I do it again? Absolutely. Would I recommend it? Absolutely. A lot of energy coming out there. Yes. A lot of a lot of math energy, which some of the rest of us don't have. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> again, congratulations. And it's a pleasure to award you this $1,000 scholarship. Thank you so much. And again, the check is not quite in the mail, but we're getting there. So thank you on behalf of the whole scholarship committee for allowing me to present these awards. I know they're not tangible yet, but you'll see them, I'm sure. That completes my scholarship committee report. And I hope that Tony Farida is listening because he did a lot to help us sort out the applications and do some interviews. So I really, really appreciate him. I will just segue. Well, into wait saying, a minute, Joe. Could you give everybody a little information about Kate Franklin since she's not able to do it herself? Um, Kate Franklin, well, I don't have super handy. Do you? I mean, I know that she has a business and is... is that, yeah, she does have a business selling pet products. Yes. And, and she's going and, to school here in Charlotte, but I'm not sure what her major is. And I don't know that right now either. I'm sorry, okay. Kate. So thanks, Becky, for reminding me to be on my toes. Present these wonderful people. And Kate is a former scholarship recipient. So yes. that's a good thing. She's asked us for help again. And um, since we know her and know how wonderfully she's doing and what good work she's doing, it's an honor to give her our third $1,000 scholarship. I was going to segue into saying that Tony's wife, Jane Farida, is home, had surgery yesterday, but she's resting at home. And she was so excited not to have to stay in the hospital any longer than was necessary. So she may be listening or she may be just kind of being drowsy, which I wouldn't blame her for. Anyway, our good thoughts have gone out to her and continue to go out to Jane and Tony as Jane recovers. And Tony waits on Jane hand and foot as much as Jane will allow that to happen. Joe, this is Lacey. I just wanted to fill in a little bit of information about Kate. I believe she's a sophomore this year. Uh, majoring in exercise right. science, and she's minoring in public health at UNC Charlotte. And after graduation, she hopes to go to graduate school for physical therapy. She wants to get certified in canine rehabilitation. She was born with a condition called optic nerve hypoplasia. Throughout her life, she's not let her disability or her vision define who she is as a person. And she firmly believes that anything you can put your mind to is possible. She's played soccer and run cross country. And while she can no longer do these activities anymore, she has found other activities that she loves to occupy her time. Some of the activities include dog training, painting, sewing, short hikes with her guide dog, photography, and listening to audiobooks. She also continues to sell her handmade dog bandanas, collars, and bow ties through her business, Wagalot. So over five years, she oh, sold 3,200 plus items at <gasps> home and has made some of her best friends through Wagalot. In the fall, she transitioned over to her very own website, 
So if you're interested, it's www.wagalotpetshop.com. And she's connected with other dog lovers through a 16,400 follower platform on Instagram. And on Instagram, she is, her handle is at Wagalot. Um, while this is so exciting, she truly feels that Wagalot has helped her find who she truly is and has even taught her some of the best lessons. She's learned perseverance, communication skills, website development, marketing, and time management. She's found that she is hardworking, dog-loving, compassionate, and crafty girl who loves to talk about all things dog-related and even spread awareness for blindness. This past year has been a roller coaster for many, especially those with a disability. Being blind in the midst of a pandemic has been a scary experience for me. I cannot touch anything, especially on a college campus, for fear of catching the virus. It closes off a whole different aspect of my life. I feel as a substitute for what I can't see, but with more people becoming vaccinated since the country is rounding the corner to some normalcy, and my life as a blind college student can continue moving forward. Thank you for the opportunity to apply for this scholarship this year. I follow her on Instagram, and she is very active there. So she's just a great young lady as well. I think she, along with our other two recipients, um, has some big aspirations that I think will be amazing. And I'm glad that we as the council are able to help support all three of them um, in their endeavors uh, for their future career goals. Well, Lacey, I'm so glad I called on you. (laughs) I know, that was perfect. (laughs) Whoa, excellent, excellent. Wonderful that we can cheer for these people and help them along so they can have a satisfying education and a rewarding career. That completes my scholarship committee report. And thank you for those of you who joined me in making that report more complete than I could have. Let's do a couple of door prizes. And I know Clark has joined us. I will quickly do a couple of door prizes uh, because we have several left. So let's... Kind of oh, all right. Great. Save so, the chocolate for the end. For this one, we oh, are going to have the pumpkin spice single serve cold brew box from Starbucks. Again, donated by the Raleigh Wake chapter. And that will go to Belinda Collins. So Belinda, can you some coffee? Yum. And then imagine that we have more coffee. Yeah, uh, I this think is we'll the last rob the Starbucks. Uh, yeah, this is the last coffee, though. It's a one-pound bag of Starbucks coffee, and of course, it is from Raleigh Wake. Ashley Coleman. So, Ashley Lawrence will be sending you a one-pound bag of Starbucks coffee. So, stay tuned to listen to an awesome presentation from Clark. And then, once um, he finishes, we will give away the last couple of door prizes and go from there. <laughs> 